This is Productivity Alchemy, Episode 1. Um, so, hi. Uh, before we get too far into this, I should mention that um, I'm a grown-up. Many of my guests are grown-ups. We're going to use grown-up language. We won't be sexually explicit or anything like that. But, uh, you know, this is sort of a PG-13 thing. That being said, hi. Uh, I'm Kevin Sunny. I... Uh, I'm starting a podcast on personal productivity called Productivity Alchemy because I enjoy this stuff. I'm a geek about it. I spend hours poring over notebooks and pens and organizational systems, and I'm just I'm just a fanboy. I I would explode if I ever met David Allen, who who wrote Getting Things Done, or, or uh, Stephen Covey in the flesh. So I figured I'll start a podcast, and maybe I can share some of the things I've learned with other people. Maybe I can learn new things, and it gives me an excuse to buy the new planner or the new thing on Kickstarter that looks really cool, just because, and like now it's like, oh yeah, I want that, but I'll, I'll hold off. Maybe I'll wait to see. No, now I have an excuse to review them. Um, and so we'll, we'll talk about that um, as the show progresses and matures. Uh, the other thing we're going to have is we're going to have a Wombat test pilot. Oh. So, um, uh, Ursula Vernon, my wife, has uh, volunteered. Was it volunteered or voluntold? Uh, there, there was one of those moments when um, you see the movies when they ask the line of soldiers if anybody wants a special mission and everybody else takes a step back. Backwards, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, uh, as a regular feature, uh, we're going to help. I'm going to try to help. <laughs> try to help uh, Ursula get organized. And we'll have a, an interview with her. Better men than him have tried. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> no... No fear there at all. And I'm going to have an interview with Ursula later on. Um... Not this episode, that'll be next episode. Later this episode, actually, Ursula's going to interview me, and we're going to talk about uh, some of my beliefs and philosophies and why I'm doing this and all that good stuff. Um, in the meantime, I figured I should talk about um, like some of my own challenges, and I think it's important that we think about our, our own challenges. Uh, one of those challenges is, uh, as right now, I constantly have cats or dogs wandering through my studio. Um, it makes it very difficult to stay focused. Uh, and then I also work in a very reactive environment. We have, you know, alarms going off and pages and I'm in IT. This is what happens. And so it can be very uh, hard to stay focused, especially if you're either uh, borderline ADD or uh, like so many people I know in the industry, you are, actually are have diagnosed um, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Um, so that can be a challenge, and so I, I write things down. I've started writing things down uh, recently. Um, I, I've tried with, with a pen. With a pen, and it doesn't hurt that I'm a pen geek. And you know, this is it's. I am currently using a Pilot uh, Plumix um, fountain pen. I love them. They write so smoothly. Um, I'm currently using a Volt planner from Ink and Volt, and I want to do a full review of that one later. Uh, there's still a lot of kind of basic stuff I want to talk about before we get too into too much fancy planner things. Um, I mean, I've used... Uh, one of my favorite things to use is a standard, just like a, a moleskin or something that's just basically rolled. And that reminds me, I have a present for you. 
Um, wait, wait. Th- th- this is... I question <laughs> the presentness of this. Well, I mean... Hold on, let me see. Is this one... I, I have this collection of... Uh, that one already has my name written in it. I have all these notebooks, and one of the things you are going to have to try is you are going to have to try working with, like, actually writing things down. Here's another one that I've already written. Uh, so I've got a lot of notebooks here. It's sort of half-written. This isn't a present. You're re-gifting. Well, it depends on what I'm re-gifting. Uh, now, if I re-gift this one to you, which is the one from 47 North, one of your publishers, that's a re-gift, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> Oh, you're um, keeping the one from one of my publishers. Yes, you gave it to me, so I'm not going to give it back. I'm I'm trying to find a, a good notebook here, and so so is this our first wombat experiment? You 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 are giving me a notebook. I'm giving you a notebook, and oh, not that that one I took notes in. Um, apparently, all of the notebooks I have here, I've taken notes in. So it's not like I have a stack of notebooks over here and I'm just collecting them for idle purposes. Apparently, I actually write in them. Um. <laughs> if you uh, if you pause for just a moment, wait. I have just the thing. I have here a simple, very straightforward, unused college-ruled composition book. Oh God, it's huge and it has lines. Yes. Do, do you have a thing against lines? I have a thing against both lines and size. Lines and size, okay. But I am not the one who is making me do this. So right. And if you want me to use this gigantic composition rule, college rule notebook to do the th- whatever you, you still well, have told me what I'm supposed to the, do. The, the first thing you're supposed to do, he, see that he says putting all of his notes. Would you prefer your 47 North notebook? It comes with a pen. It's, it is a shiny. It pen. is a shiny notebook, and it is completely empty. It is untouched. It is a virginal notebook, fresh, with fresh paper. Or I can. I've got a fancy cover I could put on this one. It's still huge, though. I could put stickers on. That. You can put stickers on that one, yes. And it's it, so. Let's let's talk about the the notebook in question here. Um, so this is a simple line notebook, um, and and it has the little floopy ribbon that goes over to hold it the to thing hold it closed. closed, right? And it's got a, a, a bookmark in it. Basically, this is the 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 basic moleskin design, and I like the basic moleskin design because it is exceptionally functional and you don't have to pay the moleskine price for it anymore because there are so many companies making this this basic design one of the things i will say is i picked one up that i thought was a moleskine i'm like look at the price on this and it wasn't it was one of the knockoffs and um and it fell apart after a while so that is that is something to be aware of um but this is a good a good starter notebook and what uh, while Sergey the cat is, we're we're sorry the the cat. This is what I'm talking about with distractions. The cat has currently uh, he's on the bookcase where he likes to sleep and he's he has, above all our heads, staring like he's about to launch himself into space. Yes, thank you. Because he has no depth perception and only because he only has one eye, and he's gonna like just vault into the air and land on my head. Except he won't. He'll land right here on this with a loud thump that will make you jump. And I know this because he does it to me at least three times a day. All right. All right. So the thing to do... I have this notebook. Have I notebook? have a pen. Do you want a better pen? Um, I don't know. Does this pen even write? I hope so. It came with the notebook. That oh. means nothing. How does the pen... Yeah. There. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And that page sucks. Yes. There we go. 
All right. Yes, the pen works. All right, so these are the any any time we talk about uh, uh, personal organization or anything like that, I think the base that everyone should start with is a simple notebook and a pen, and just write down your things, the things you need to do every day. So, so what am I writing down exactly? Uh, write down the things you want to accomplish every day. Just first thing in the morning, or after you get. Uh, when you get to the coffee shop to do your writing, just the things you want to accomplish. That's it. Okay, so for tomorrow, yep. I want to write mm -hmm. words. Okay. Do mm -hmm. stupid edits. Are they stupid edits or are all edits stupid? Moving on. <clears throat> uh... Arrange studio. Oh, there you go. Now, important. Put the tomorrow's date at the very top of that list. Tuesday. Okay. I don't know what the date is. Uh, that's why I... You have a paper calendar in your studio. I, I have a paper calendar... In my studio, and I don't, I don't actually write on the paper calendar. I just have it there so that I can look and say, okay, what day is it? So, um, what day will it be? It will be June sixth. Um, all right, and I want you to try. Oh no, wait, I have to write a hidden almanac. You do actually. You have to write um, two hidden almanac. You sure it's not three? Because we have to have. The Wednesday one, the Friday one, and the Monday one, because we're not going to be, we're going to get back late Sunday. And there's the the swearing that usually accompanies the, I have to write. I wrote it down. There you go. All right, now it's in your head. You know where it is, or it's out of your head. It, you know where it is, and you can look at it and say, okay, this is what I need to do today. Wait, I needed to answer some email. Now, some people will go a little nuts with this, and there are some tools we'll talk about uh, for people who really, really need to remember to do the same thing every day. I use Habitica, or I know Ursula uses Habitica, um, and that to help you build habits, and we'll have a really detailed... Uh, walk through of that later. Um, apparently we need to let the dogs in at some point. Um, but that's what this podcast is going to be about. Uh, I'm going to have on guests. We're going to have uh, my test wombat. My, yeah. It should be noted that writing things down that I plan to accomplish every day is foreign and alien to me, and I do not do this. Yes. But a lot of these, a lot of the systems I'm going to talk about um, they don't go into, okay, let's start small and just track what we're doing every day. They're like, okay, what is the thing you want to accomplish with your life? And then we're going to distill that down into, into, you know, and distill it down into what you can do tomorrow. You sit down every day and decide what you can do that day to get closer to that goal. I don't, I, I find that some... seems like a lot of pressure. It is. What it's if a... your goal in life is to figure out what you want to do in life? 
Exactly. So, uh, but and that's the thing. If you can, there are two ways to go about this. You can start small every day, which is what I'm asking you to do. Start small, um, or you can just, or you can start with the big and distill it down. And different systems do it differently. Um, so I want to, I want to see how you do starting small. And if that is foreign and uncomfortable, maybe we'll start big with the next, with the next bit of, of wombat testing. We'll see how this one does. Can you do this for a week? I have no idea. Then we'll find out. Realistically, I expect I'll do it for two days, realize I've forgotten to do it, swear a lot, apologize that I have failed miserably as a test subject, remember it for one day, remember it in the evening, right? Fuck, I did a thing. Fuck, now I'm cheating on it because I don't need to write a to-do list. I'm just trying to record what I did so that it doesn't seem like the system failed. Oh, God, I need a drink. Failure's cool. Totally cool if you forget a day. Totally cool if you screw up. It, this is not like... Okay, one of the things that Habitica does, if you don't check things off, like on time for that day, it, pen, it penalizes everybody else in the, the, the adventuring party because it's a, a little game thing. It penalizes everybody else. And this, this is not... There's no penalty. You miss a day. Okay, fine. We move on. You missed a day. I don't know. And we'll talk about this in the interview about how many times I have dropped off and restarted these. It's okay. If you miss a day, or if you fall off, that's okay. We'll pick up and keep going. What happens if I do the stuff on the list? Then you've done all the stuff on the list. Feel good. You, you, you did what you said you wanted to do, and now you have time to do other things you want to do. I don't get a sticker? All right. I'll, I'll, yeah, hold on. I'll, I'll find stickers, all right? All right. If you, if you, if you do the thing every day, I, I'll, I'll get stickers and we can, do you want gold stars or do you want a banana sticker? I want gold stars. The banana stickers aren't my thing. All right, then. I, I'll get gold stars and do you want to, do you want to, um, where do you want to put the gold, do you want to put the gold stars on the notebook? Do you have a special page you want to put the gold stars uh, on? Oh, we can just put them next to We can to put the next to the, okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is an important thing um, that uh, I... See, we pre-recorded the interview yesterday, um, but this is an important thing, and this is what motivates you. What what little thing can you do every day to reward yourself? And for some people, it's a gold star. If you watch Metalocalypse, you'll, you know, I love that show. Uh, it's the banana sticker. Um, but what little reward can you give yourself or can someone give you to sort of add that validation? Uh, when I was a Cub Scout leader, it was all about beads little beads on a lanyard and if you got you got a different one the kids got a different one for each event and this was huge like we did a halloween thing so i had little skulls and we did a a sports thing and i had little footballs and the kids ate it up it dude we didn't get that in brownies oh well there's the other cat wandering through um this is the it's it's a culture thing. I don't know what your brownie leader was. No, I've heard you rant enough about your brownie leader. I know what she was thinking. Square um, dances. Yes, yeah, square dances, not camping. So, um, but it is important to reward yourself. Um, and sometimes you, it's good to choose those rewards in a healthy way. I mean, you know, you should not. I should not. Maybe you can't. I can't. I, if I, I can't say if I do everything I need today, I get an ice cream bar because that's bad for my health and I'll end up um, losing a toe, as it were. 
Kevin's diabetic if you're not coming if you're, from one of the other podcasts. Yeah, if you're not coming from one of the other podcasts. Um, so, you know, my rewards are things like I can spend 15 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe three or four scenarios in, in Dawn of War 3, um, uh, or I can work on that. Uh, <laughs> I've got a, a, a retro pie raspberry pi project i'm working on you know okay I've, I've done everything and now as my reward i can go you know figure out the retro pi because that's something i really enjoy and this also gives me an excuse to make time to do it and part of all this is about making time to do the things that you like doing and you want to do and not just the stuff you have to do because it doesn't matter what happens you know if 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 the dog you know decides to destroy your new shelving unit, which is why she's not allowed in your office, I understand. But if the dog destro- decides to destroy your new shelving unit, the laundry still has to get done. The cats still need to be fed. The dogs still need to be fed. All that stuff. So um, I think there's also a big differentiation between what you have to do every day, uh, whether that's just showering and brushing your teeth, and um, and what you want to do every day. I didn't write down showering and brushing my teeth. That's fine. That's the, those are those are things that you're gonna do anyway, I would think. So I plan to. Yes. Yeah, you know, and if if there's something you're trying to build a habit, and we'll talk about building habits later, then there are reasons to write down these things that you think are, are uh, uh, you know, that you're going to do anyway, no matter what. Um, and uh, I also know that for people who are coping with um, limited energy. Um, you know, my, uh, friend with fibro, uh, my friend with EDS, um, several of the people I follow online who have chronic illness or chronic pain conditions, it's like, okay, you know, for them, a big accomplishment is getting out of bed in the morning and actually, you know, getting a shower because the energy requirements in doing that are really intense if you're in a a chronic disease or chronic pain situation. And so, you know what? That's fine. If you... Write it down yes. in that case and get a gold yeah. star for everything. Write it down and get a get a gold star. And as we we move through this the series and and all these podcasts, we'll talk about a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I have things I've tried. Um, Franklin Covey, David Allen's getting things done. Just you know, giant checklists. Um, I really I'm I'm really fascinated by the idea of bullet journaling. It just seems a little too chaotic for me. But I want to, I'm going to try it, and I want to make you try it. Oh. So, um, and we'll have discussions, and we'll have guests, and all that stuff. Um, thinking of guests, um, I'm going to segue this into uh, the interview you did with me last night. Woo! And um, you should have like cool music that goes dun dun dun. Yeah, this is only the first episode. It's going to take a little time before I get music and and things like that. But we'll I'll, get there. I'll, I'll do it for you. Dun dun dun. So am I supposed to clip that out and use that every time? No, I, you, you can turn it off now. That was that I was being helpful. All right, fine. Here's here's this week's interview. Okay, so um, for our first interview, my first interview, I figured we'd turn the tables and we'd interview me. Uh, I have drafted my wife, Ursula Vernon, who we talked to a little earlier, uh, to do this. So, um, hi, everybody. So, hi, I'm Kevin Sonny. I'm the host of Productive Alchemy, uh, the voice of Reverend Ward on the Hidden Almanac, co-host of Ursula, or of Kevin and Ursula Eat Cheap, um, and uh, I'm doing this podcast because I 
want to share the knowledge I have in my head. All right. Sounds good to me. And you have drafted me to ask you questions because I am possibly the least competent person when it comes to organizational skills that uh, you know, and therefore I will ask the layman's questions. That's the theory. Well, we'll see how well it works. All right, then. Why do you need all this organizational stuff? I honestly, um, personally, yes. Uh, for a long time I lost track of things. I lost track of the bills. Uh, when it was supposed to be due, I lost track of things I was doing for work. Um, when I started really taking this seriously, I was, I mean, I was in sales. It was important for me to keep track of when I was talking to customers and when I had, an, uh, you know, a, a scheduled call with one of my reps and trainings and all that stuff. And it was just kind of overwhelming because at the time there were no good tools to do it other than other than paper and they offered Let's me Let's not get judgy. There were no tools that worked for you. No, I mean half of the tools we consider online and stuff like that did not exist yet. Yeah, but some of the tools might have been perfectly good for other people. That's fair. That's fair. If if you uh, uh it was the days Franklin Covey may make your heart sing. Yes, and Franklin Covey was possibly the biggest name and most commonly used organizational system, which is the one I ended up with. I mean, a lot of people had notebooks and pads of paper. Um, they My ca- parents had those weird little, like, digital ones that you could keep, like, a calendar on. Yeah. Like, their lives were in there, but this was, you know, 93, Yeah, so they were basically like a crappy word processor. Yeah, and I mean, I had a crappy, well, at the time they were fancy. Yeah. But I had the, I had the, I had the Palm Pilots, but I never really, like, dedicated myself to it, really paid attention um, to what was there. And let's face it, uh, yeah, after the advent of the smartphone, um... They're crappy. They were. They were the Palm Pilot. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, they were. They were. The, I had a flip phone that was had a Palm Pilot built in. It was by Kyocera, and I bought it for the nifty. I bought it because it was nifty and it was cool, and I could have my Palm Pilot stuff on it. Did I use it for more than really making calls and occasionally poking at Palm games? Not really. Um, you know, it, it didn't really alert for calendars. It didn't have any online sync. I was still writing things on paper calendars or entering it into... Okay, I was on Linux at the time, so there were no good... And I mean, there really were no good calendaring programs on Linux. Um, That's changed a lot in the last decade. So you're into the calendar. A calendar is... Calendars and, I guess, to-do lists are sort of the, the, the base... The bones. The bones, the skeleton, the, the, the bedrock of all of this stuff. Um, and maybe, at least in, in the professions I've been in, um, and I think for a lot of the people who are writing about this stuff, um, freelancers and the, I'm doing air quotes here, experts. I don't consider myself one of them. Uh, Kevin's a fan. I'm a fan. Total, total fanboy. Um, the, the you, you have two things. There's the calendar, which says where you're supposed to be and when, and you have the to-do list, which is the stuff you're supposed to get done. Um, in, I think, the big innovation, or the, the thing that blew my mind, right? The thing that blew my mind... Blew our minds, Kevin! I, when, I, when I sat down and 
Um, they were offering a free training at Red Hat, where I worked at the time, on Franklin Covey. It included the planner. It included all the paper. It was free. So I'm like, all right, I'll take this thing, because it's not costing me any money. It's, you know, the company's paying, and if it helps, it helps, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. You're lying through your teeth. You took it because you saw a free office supply. All right, there might have been some of that, but it was strong. Like, I was in sales. I'd say about half the sales department was there. Kevin has an office supply problem. I have an office supply problem. I'm not going to lie. I think uh, part of my driver for doing this podcast is it gives me an excuse to look at Kickstarters and say, oh, here's a neat organizational Kickstarter. I'm going to support it and buy one. Um, the truth always outs. Yeah. But I was just thinking, hey, it's a cool binder. It, you know, it's probably, I think it was something like $500 worth of free stuff. Plus, I get to sit in the class, and I'm not doing my real job for a day. So it's kind of like a vacation day, right? Company-provided training. Gotta love it. I'm with you so far. I walked out of comfort. I, That's how they get you. Well, it is. Um, and then I started... I was religious about it for months, and tracking, and keeping up with my goals, and this. And then I started to run out of pages in the planner. And I started to price how much that was going to be to replace. And I was in sales at the time. I had money. Um, uh, and so I went out and I bought the refill. And then they sell them in, in like three in quarterly blocks. So you don't have to outlay for like 365 days worth of this thing. Which how much does a quarterly block cost? Um, I'd have to look at what it is now. But it was something like 60 bucks. Um, but that's a page for every day of the week. Plus the monthly calendar, plus a weekly overview, plus all the bonus pages. Again, air Aren't quotes. Aren't you having to lug around, like, a binder that is growing increasingly large and so, loaded? So, funny story about that is part of the training, they included the archive binder, which is a binder you have for each year where you put your old pages in so that you, have a, you can put it on your shelf. And then in... 2017, you can go back and pull that 2003 binder and refer to things. Now... Am I allowed to swear on this show? I'm gonna mark it explicit, yeah. Fuck! I'm in the wrong line of work. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the, the, Franklin, the Franklin Planner is the model by which a lot of the things... Uh, you can pick up at Office Depot for a quarter of the price, right? Your day timer, uh, which is another really popular one, and it's reasonably good. Um, Archive binder. God. Yeah, no. And In my it's, day, we just called that you shove the sketchbook on the, on the shelf and well, then get embarrassed by it ten years later. That's the thing. They're all three. They're, well, they're not three ring. They're, they're a seven ring binder format in approximately a four... Uh, no, eight I'm, five pages. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, uh, is the one I want. You can get the eight and a half by eleven if you want. But that was too big, um, and so they sell. They will sell you the binders. They sell you the paper. They sell you a special hole punch if you want to print your own and put it in there. They sell you. This is even better. Um, there was a the the biggest money saver I had while I was using the system. They have a piece of software, or had a piece of software that talked to uh, your mail program. I had to have a... It was Windows-based, so I had to have, like, a, a Microsoft Windows thing, and I'm working for a Linux company. Awkward, let me tell you. Uh, but at home, I'd have the, the thing, and I'd have my calendar on that, and then I could print out the page for that day. So I'd print out the page, and it, you could get the special paper that tore 
along the lines, and then you could just put it right in your binder, and there's today's page. You're giving me that look, and I'm telling you, yeah, that... No, I, I do not question this is a thing that happened. Also, I would like to assure our, like, listeners at home, Kevin will be much less judgmental when he interviews people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I've been... I've been the guy who had all the things going on and didn't know what it was and was frantic all the time. I've been the guy who was grumpy because he had planned his day out exactly and then had something go wrong and throw the whole thing out the window. I have I have left my binder at home and had panic attacks. Or as near as I get to panic attacks. I don't think I've ever had a full-bore paralyzing panic attack, but I've, I've had my moments. Um, and I've because of life or work or whatever completely fallen off the system and had to start over from the beginning right and that sort of a thing uh, about the second time you're like man I, I i got this planner and it's sitting here and i haven't really looked at it for about two weeks but i really need to get back on the bandwagon sometimes it was two months sometimes it was a year um, See, this is this is all just an intense emotional commitment that I, many of us may not be ready to make uh, well, that's the thing. It's it was it was at that point where I was like, man, I really need to get back into organizing with the binder. And then I started going, but I'm not making sales money anymore, and I can't lay out, you know, a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars to get, you know, this quarter plus a new yearly binder because it was like two years later plus all that. I wonder what else is out there, and made the the fatal mistake of looking at uh, just Googling personal planners. And I hit Lifehacker. For those of you that don't know, uh, they're a Gawker Media site now. Lifehacker uh, is, was, was sort of like the premier um, quote-unquote hack your life uh, website early on. Um, I feel like you mm -hmm. finding Lifehacker should be accompanied by the Super Mario music as, like, you fall down the pit it, yeah, to lose a life. I, I, lose a, I lost at least two weeks. <laughs> Three weeks, maybe more, because there was the... They're throwing this on as a life hack, and this is absolutely stupid. Of course you can salvage a pair of jeans into a pair of shorts with a pair of sharp scissors. Um, Why am I not getting paid to write these articles? Right, right. And yeah. then there's this stuff talking about... This is where I, I learned about David Allen's getting things done. What What is that? So this is a, a, a guy named David Allen, obviously. I, I could have gotten that. Right. Um, who was an executive consultant, also had an organizational problem, and solved it himself, as it were, uh, and came up with a system that... Is this a book? There is a book involved, Yes. But there aren't branded... It is, there isn't a requirement or a heavy reliance on branded supplies. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, um, but it's still uh, reasonably based around the idea of paper. Because it still kind of predates the digital age, as it were. Do you um, remember a movie? I think it was called Taking Care of Business. And it's about a guy who loses his Rolodex and somebody finds it and begins to impersonate him. And then they team up together and wind up cornering the orange mar juice market in Futures. Uh, are you sure you're not thinking of trading places with Eddie Murphy and uh, Dan Aykroyd, where the partners in the firm take Eddie Murphy, who's a, a, a Maybe homeless that was guy? All I remember yeah. was 
the guy screaming, I have to find my Rolodex, my life is in there, you don't understand. That may be, yeah, that may be a different... They that may be a similarly themed movie, but uh, yeah, kind of the idea uh, around all of this is you have your life in a single place, or at least you, you're keeping everything that's important to you in, in your head. It's the printer; it does that. Uh, she just gave me this funny look about the ert noise in the background. I don't know if the mic picked it, that up. I, I it sounded like a duck. Yeah. I was like, why did the room just quack? It's an Epson printer. You should be used to that little motor noise. No, that's, that mine doesn't quack. Oh. Mine makes a horrible, you know, grinding noise of the damned as it reaches up from the abyss to suck down more ink and also tell me the drivers don't work anymore. Awkward. Neither little. here nor there. Yeah, anyway. So the idea that was that is common among all this stuff, right? As I go through and I'm talking about all the different ways you can organize yourself, all the things I'm trying or, or whatever, everything comes down to get the stuff out of your head and into a place where you can refer back to it. Whether that's a paper notebook, whether it's, you know, uh, a, a text document on your desktop, whether it's Evernote or OneNote or any one text of those. Text document? I happen to have... A sticky note program where I wrote everything down that I needed, and someone whose name I won't mention, but whose initials are Kevin Sunny, <laughs> yelled at me for keeping all of that there, and then my accountant yelled at me for keeping all my financial information in it, and honestly, it was just yelling all day long. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Uh, that was your trusted place. Um, the difficulty was, what happened when we had to upgrade you from one computer to another? I made you find me a desktop sticky note program. And then when you got a laptop that was going with you a lot and your sticky notes couldn't necessarily come with you. I sank into a slow depression. And then I introduced you to Evernote. Oh, I don't use Evernote for that at all. No, the only thing no. I use Evernote on is if I need some place to write things down that can do italics, which I can't do in mail programs, so I start writing sex scenes on that when I'm bored in restaurants. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I had no idea that's what you were doing across the table from me. Explains a lot about our after-dinner events, but anyway. <clears throat> uh, Look, I'm just saying that waiting for your appetizer is a lot more interesting when you're trying to find the way to type balls deep. But this is so not for children. Um, children don't need organizational planners. Students do. Uh, some of them, I suppose. Yeah, no. Okay, I, I will admit I am... No, wait, that's the other part where we talk about I'm a, a shitty test subject wombat. Well, and yeah. Well, well, yeah, that, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, the, that's a different part. You're supposed to be interviewing me. So the, the, but the thing is that all of them have these common themes, and it took me a couple of years to really sink into the common themes. And I'll be talking about them on the podcast. Uh, they are generally take everything you need to do and, and want to keep track of and put it in one place so that you can always find it, um, whether it's online or paper or whatever. Um, I think a, a general term is don't use your inbox as your to-do list. Create a to-do list that is, is separate. Um, review your goals. And a lot of things that... Why not use your inbox as a to-do list? Because... In the long run, email is ephemeral. And I say that... Um, so it's a to-do list. Right, but if you've got a thousand mails in your inbox, 
thousand emails, and I'm guilty of this. I know so many people who are guilty of this, right? And God help us, Gmail has an outage. Or your service provider has an outage. Or you're at work. Yeah, but we can say that about Evernote. You can. Evernote keeps a copy of things local to you, though. So even if it can't sync, you can still get to Evernote. Even if OneNote can't sync, you can get to it locally. That's personally, I keep I, I, I like text documents on on Dropbox because you know it'll sync now or later depending. Um, but uh, uh, the idea That's is That's basically my sticky notes, except you can close them and name them. We'll get to that later, mm. or in a different discussion. Uh, the the whole sorry, this is a crappy interview. <laughs> The, the whole thing is, though, that, that like... Um, okay, get it out of your head. Don't use your email yeah. inbox as a to-do list. Yeah, and um, actually uh, maintain an actual... Uh, uh, not maintain an actual... Um, think about your goals. Think about what you want to accomplish and base it on what you want to accomplish over the long term and not just what you have to get done today. And that's what, what huge. You, what, that... See, this is the thing. Okay. That that <laughs> no no I'm in, I'm interviewing I am yes. not ranting about myself that's right, a we'll, crappy interview we have other we we will I will interview you and then you can rant about yourself all you want yes why do you need to write down what your goals are the reason you write down your goals is because if I just talk in my head about how I want to be a program manager professionally. And I want to be a program manager professionally. That's that's just me. It's in my head. I don't really think about how I'm getting there or what I've done to to make this sort of a thing happen. Um, same's kind of true of. Um, but how does writing it down do anything other than the fact that you have written the words down? Well, first you write it down so you, so you're not staying awake at night going, man. I want to be a program manager, but I just can't seem to get anywhere with it. You've written it down, all right. So there's the first the first thing you can look at it. And you go, okay, I want to be a program manager. Well, how do I do that, right? I want to write a book. How do I do that? How many people do you know? And I know it's a lot between the two of us who who've said, man, I am going to write that novel someday. And this is a bad question for me because most of my friends are novelists, and so almost all of them did it. Right, but. But the thing is, I have written many novels, and at no point did I write down, I want to write a novel. I just wrote a freaking novel. Yes. But that first paragraph that you wrote down that said, you know, um, Danny woke up from a cold sweat in a nightmare, that wasn't the first paragraph you wrote uh, in that book. Let's yeah. go with a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. Yeah, A hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. You've, you've put a, 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 a starting point... And a, a a reason to continue on. Um, if you want to make the if you want to write a novel, maybe writing a novel is a bad idea. Some people are I've always not so. not bad idea. I'm sorry, a bad <laughs> example. Um, but some people some people do that. I want to write a novel. Okay, how am I going to do that? Uh, well, first I'm going to figure out what my plot is. Great. What what is your plot going to be? Sometimes people overthink these things. Uh, sometimes... What stops you to yeah. cut in here? Yeah. Which, again, Kevin will not do in a real interview because he is polite and I am an asshole. Yeah. What stops you from writing it, getting out of your out of your head, and then thinking, I have accomplished something by writing it down, ergo, that counts as actual work and I don't have to pursue my goal? So that's the fourth 
fifth thing that I found is common among them, uh, all the different systems, and that is that about every week, every month, every year, um, there's a sort of a built-in, built-in habit of going back and looking at your goals and seeing, hey, I said I wanted to do this thing, where am I? Um, hey, look at all the stuff I got done towards getting it done. So that you've got a constant reminder kind of built in of, uh, hey, here's this thing I wanted to accomplish. So first things first, do I still want to accomplish it? Second on that list, so you can, you can say, okay, yeah, I said I wanted to become an auto mechanic and I just found out how much tools costs and I really don't want to lay out that money. Maybe I'll just take a class or two at the community college to figure out how to fix my own car. Or, hey, I want to be a writer. Hey, I... I've met all too many writers now and I no longer want to be a writer. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> you can sit there and you say, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to do that. Or maybe you're like me, and you sit down at the beginning of the month, and you look at it and say, I want, you know, and one of your goals, your long-term goals is, I want to be a program manager professionally. All right. Um, so now I'm scheduling classes. What do I do next? What do I do next? In a lot of ways, when you, once upon a time, Ursula and I were talking about the writing process on a long drive home, and you pushed me. You're like, okay... Is this the thing about the chicken? The thing about the chicken, and the, the, the question that you kept a asking, every after every statement was, you know, how did it get there? What happens next? What happens next? What happens next? Writing down... Why your, is it there? Why is it there? Yeah. Writing down your goal and reviewing it regularly is asking those questions over and over again. It's saying, why do I want to do this? Do I still want to do this? What do I do next? Right and and be that that's a perfectly good answer yeah. and and whether it's I want to quit smoking which is insanely difficult I've done it twice sort of I mean I did it once and it was insanely difficult and that lasted ten years and then I got a divorce and I started smoking again and quit but started with the nicotine vapor thing and I'm not a vape hole I try very hard not to be a vape hole um, but so I've sort of quit a second time, but I haven't touched a a, a you know buy for buy buy a pack of twenty poison actual tobacco cigarette and what like over eleven years now getting uh, close to it no because you were still smoking when we started dating oh right 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 so so but like least, seven or eight like though. seven or eight years yeah um, some people uh, in my case I made the conscious decision and said I'm going to do this. And actually, you pushed me and kicked me in my ass to make sure I got it done by a certain date. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes it, it helps. Uh, there's a guy I follow on Twitter who every day or three or two writes down, it has been, you know, 1,475 days since my last drink, right? He has made the decision that he is going to stay sober, and that is a goal review, Right? He's, I'm going to stay sober for the rest of my life, so I'm going to, to post that. Um, it's built into CrossFit. It's ridiculous. Um, have Badges, you ever, man. It's, yeah. it's all those all the apps that I manage to keep up with for any length. It's, it's because it's, I want to get the little badge that says, you've uploaded 10 pictures of reptiles. Yeah, and You've identified 20 species of fungus. And I'm like, give me more badges! Yeah, uh, and the, uh, the planner I use currently... Um, which I'm going to do a full review of on another show. Um, the Volt Planner uh, from Ink and Volt actually has on its its monthly. It has it lets you set a monthly goal, 
Right? There's a page to set the monthly goal, and then it asks you to sign that you're committing yourself to this for the next 30 days. And then it has a little checklist at the bottom for 30 days, and you exit off on the days you do something towards that goal. Okay, that doesn't sound like getting a fun badge. That sounds like the pledge they made me sign in D.A.R.E. when I was in 6th grade. And that lasted till what, 8th grade? Uh, until I could get my hands on drugs. There you go. In fact, I was um, signing the thing thinking as I was signing it, uh, this is not going to stop me if somebody right. offers me weed. Yeah. And if, if, you know, and that works for some people and it, it doesn't for others. For me, this works. I sit down and at the beginning of every week and pretty much the beginning of every day, I open up my planner and say, okay, what have I got to do today? I look at my list of the things I want to accomplish this week and right there on the page with that list of accomplished this week opposite it because it's a it's a two-page spread basically is the here's what i want to accomplish this month here's what i have to do this week so i'm always looking at it how do you reward yourself for having actually kept up with things um uh because the things now my my reward system is different from other people's reward system um i want a badge damn it What, what do you get instead of a badge well, uh, in my case, um, last month was all about my money. I screwed up bad in um, March, April and came up short at the end of the month. Like, really short. Like, I'm not sure I can pay the mortgage short kind of thing. Um, there were some health care bills, as I recall. There were some, yeah, there were some health care bills involved, but still. And so I said, okay, um, like everything else, I'm human. I lost track, I wasn't keeping up with my balances the way I should and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, I am taking this month and I am, you know, my focus is getting my finances back in order, tracking this stuff again, getting the peace of mind back that I know I'm not going to hit, you know, the 23rd and go, crap, the mortgage is due in two days and I have $500 in my account. Um, I hate that feeling. And that's the first time it's happened in... Like a couple years. So I am hearing that you are you are motivating yourself by avoiding distress. Yes, uh, a reducing stress, and I think that's that's important. Some you know it may be um, like anything else. You need to find the reward that fits you. Uh, you want badges, all right? Damn straight, you I want do. badges. There I is, want stickers with glitter. There is a uh, a thing called Open Badges Online, which I really think you want to do where where you can have um you can issue badges for other people to show that they have accomplished a training or reached a milestone or something like that and the metadata is included in the image so do you we can, have to finish this interview or can i go to it right now we have to finish the interview <sighs> okay um, carry on but you can so, so that's the thing you can issue badges and say hey this person participated in this conference or hey this person this uh, person survived my tweet storm about the swiss family robinson Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, you can anything you want. I, I, and I'll talk about open badges on a later episode because it's really cool. But you and I will we'll go after this and we'll we'll play. Um, not like that. Don't give me that look. No, you're, I wasn't. I'm not even looking at you. You're thinking about all the things you can issue badges for. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. What is what is what is sex compared with badges? Uh, we could issue a badge that is like listened to this podcast episode. You can. And we could tell people at the end of it how to get the badge. Yes, absolutely. Do you guys want a badge? 
So if you want, I ba- freaking want a badge. Oh my god, you can do it. Was interviewed on the show badge, and then like a bunch of us captain, the people will claw down the door asking you to interview them so they can get the badge. I don't know if it'll be that Im- that impressive, but dude. I'm telling you, people go nuts for badges. They do. They do. Uh, that's and that's one of the things about it. Um, Just for the record. Mm-hmm. You're giving me a badge for every damn system I demo, and if I fail or not, I want a badge. Yes, we could. I can make this happen. Okay. When I when I tell uh, eventually when I tell the Open Badge Org about how I'm using Open Badges for this, I don't know if they're going to cheer or if they're going to say, "Dude, that is not what we meant at all." It's perfectly fine if it's like a horrible little skull and crossbones for having failed it. I just want, you know, the, the skull and crossbones. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll show you how to design them and the whole thing. Um, Destroyed a Franklin Covey planner. Yeah, but this is, but I mean, that's the thing. Everybody's rewards are different. Urinated so, wildly on getting things done. Okay, you're, you're focus, 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 come back to me, Sorry. come back to me. Um, that, and that's one of the other rewards is focus. Right, um, <laughs> we're all boned. Okay. Well, no, on. I mean that's the thing, and um, I got a couple people lined up that we'll be talking to in future episodes um, who have, uh, like me, have struggled with depression. Um, it's really hard to focus on what's important when you're really busy focusing on how am I going to get out when you know when your big accomplishment for the day is getting out of the bed. In the morning. Well, that's another thing. You need a way to track your achievements. For example, right. when I am depressed, one mm-hmm. of the things that gets me is I look at what I've done. I've been like, I wrote okay this week. I wrote three thousand words. I did six drawings and I fiddled around the garden. Mm-hmm. Okay, I accomplished something this week. Yep. What do you do? That, like, do you have to go back and reread your planner and reread your accomplishments? Um, uh, this is where work kind of kind of dovetails. Um, but one, I use Habitica, as do you, uh, the Habit RPG, and I'm can't wait to have Vicky Sue, uh, one of the founders, on this podcast. Habitica works even for me. Yep, and so I can look and say. By getting stuff done every day, I am now 104, level 147 rogue. I'm currently a rogue uh, with you know I'm um, with a plague doctor outfit. Gee, there's a theme there, don't you think? Um, wings and a pet riding hamster. Yeah, riding hamster. Actually, I'm not riding anything right now, but I have my pet uh, caterpillar. It's a shadow caterpillar because, of course, I have the shadow caterpillar as a pet. Um, but but that's that's there's that 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 same sort of it's like having a badge. It's exactly like having it, a badge. That's more yeah. like having a badge. But what do you do when you're in the throes of despair and you're like, oh god, I've wasted my life trying to get a shadow caterpillar. What have I really accomplished? Uh, and on the one hand, yeah, I can flip open my planner and say, okay, this week I actually, you know, I solved this problem for a customer because you know, I still have a day job. Right, right. Th- th- this is different than... You know, than I, I started the podcast I've been tr- talking about starting for the last week and a half. Hi, everybody. Um, you know, I recorded three episodes of Hidden Almanac. You did. You know, I recorded and uploaded and recovered from an episode <laughs> of Kevin and Ursula Eat Cheap. Um, Feel the recovery there. You, you know, own badge. But that's the thing. I have a... I, I, if, if you have that trusted place, if you have that, um, that to-do list where it's like, yes... I got up this morning and I brushed my teeth and I check it off. Um, and some people are using that to improve their dental hygiene. Like uh, a friend of mine, I was chatting with. I haven't brushed. I didn't brush my teeth regularly for twenty years. And then I put it on as a daily task. On I think he uses Wonderlist as a Wonderlist. And I haven't. And I've been brushing my teeth regularly now for two years. Right. 
you can you can look at it, uh, look at that piece of paper and say, or you know, on Friday, did I get this stuff done? Yeah, actually, I got that done, and I got that done. And hey, here's some other stuff, side stuff that I got done that I didn't know I was going to get done. It, it forces you to really look back and say, there's also a little window in each week. You know, celebrate your accomplishments from the last week, where you sit there and you go, you know, it didn't feel like I got much done, but look at all this crap, right? I mean, there's a a real sense of accomplishment. I want other people to feel that. It sounds like that window would be a great place for a glitter sticker. Uh, There's another spot that's good for a glitter sticker. Or, because I'm a Metalocalypse fan, a banana sticker. Um, Which, yeah, I just... I forget why I brought out the gif of the banana sticker the other day for a friend, but they were like, oh my god, this is so awesome and perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You know, when you were a kid, you got a gold star sticker. A gold star sticker, in the grand scheme of things, is inexpensive. It's really easy to to provide, but when you're a kid and you can say, I got five gold stars this week, look at... look at Many of us are mm-hmm. praise-motivated. Yeah, praise-motivated. More motivated. so than, in fact... Mm-hmm. Um, Lots and lots of people are far more motivated by praise than they are by punishment. Right. Uh, Including rats with levers. The hardest lesson I had to learn as a parent was that um, punishment is not motivation. Punishment is punishment. Um, Praise and rewards are motivation. Um, And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But that's uh, just kind of uh, pretty much everything in parenting. Do you um, ever do you ever set yourself a, a... Do you dangle a carrot in front of yourself? Do you say, if I get this thing done, I get to go out for sushi? Or if I get this thing done, uh, I, uh, I... I don't know uh, what you do for, for random fun. I get to go pee in the yard. I, <laughs> okay, that's probably not it. Uh, yeah. No, actually, actually, my thing was... Kevin does not, as far as I know, pee in the yard for fun. I just made him do it to keep deer away a few yeah, times. Okay, yeah. Um, actually, uh, one of the things that is sitting on my I-get-to-do-for-fun list is um, I've been... Uh, a friend of mine gave me a novelty USB hub that is shaped like a classic game system. And here comes one of the dogs. I shoved that creaking noise as the door to my office. Um, is it a dog or is it a cat? I believe it is. It is. And you'll I get to know, know. You'll get to know all the cats as uh, as this show hopefully continues on. Um, but I've shoved a, a Raspberry Pi a Raspberry Pi Zero in it, and I'm remaking it into a uh, basically a game console because I'm a geek like that, and this is really neat. And hey, she, my friend's wife, said, hey, if you're going to do something with this, you can have it. So I feel a little duty bound to do something with it, but I'm going to do something fun. Um, so, you know, I get to work on it some more uh, when I'm done, uh, you know, when I'm done processing the next piece of podcast. Some days, it's, if I can just finish work today, I can sit down and play uh, Dawn of War 3. And I know I've seen you sort of do the same thing. All right, if I hit, if I can just get through five illustrations on this next book, I can play Dragon Age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's why I'm wondering if you have a carrot. To, to go with the I have many stick different of carrots. despair. I have many different carrots. Um, and sometimes I have the carrot and didn't quite make the goal, and sometimes I make the goal and then I'm just too tired to eat the carrot, as it were. Um, but I can save up carrots. I can save up things like, yeah, all right, so I'm going to collapse today, but now, Saturday, I can just sit down and play video games all day. 
because I busted my butt and I got this stuff done. And it's okay to give yourself a day off. A lot of people, a lot of these, these, a lot of the other guides and podcasts and things are so focused on on um, getting things done and being productive and all of that that they miss or they sort of add a footnote of taking care of yourself. It's part of the workaholic culture. I was reading a massive blog post about uh, that culture and how it's destroying people in Silicon Valley. Um, and before you write in and say, absolutely not, I enjoy my 80-hour work weeks and I don't need uh, to spend time with my wife or my children. Then how do you have time to listen to this podcast? Get back to work, motherfucker. Well, there's that. Um, Wait, was I not supposed to say that? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I'd say I'd edit. I'll edit it out in post processing, but, but that's a total are. lie. I'm probably not even going to bleep it. Um, the but but the thing is, um, you have to take care of yourself. You have to take time off. You would you suggest building a a day off or a self care for to use the phrase uh, thing into the the schedule? Uh, if that suits, I I certainly say. Um, build in or plan out vacations. Like, say, I'm going to take these day off. If it's one day a week, if you're taking Saturday off or Sunday off, great, that's fantastic. That's a great, you know, Sunday especially is the traditional day in our society to sit back, relax, and recharge, right? I spend a lot of my Sundays recording podcasts, but that's neither here nor there. Um, that's what I do to relax and recharge um, in a lot of ways. Uh, Except for KUC, which we... Yeah. We do Friday night, so we have two days to recover. Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, the, the one day a week, one day out of every seven is not much for a recharge. That's enough to keep you going, but that's not like getting all the stress and build up and anger and frustration from maybe your day job or from that person at the, you know, who that editor who decided to rewrite your book instead of actually copy edit it. Never had that happen before, have we? Um, not that I'm bitter. No, not at all. Okay, so like, do you mm -hmm. do you build in like, I don't know, five minutes into your schedule? Did you take five minutes today to go stand outside? Are you, if that's what works for you, that's what you should do. And there are systems that sort of in, encompass that. Um, the Pomodoro technique says: work twenty-five, take a five-minute break. Work twenty-five minutes, take a five-minute break. Um, that's how they get things done. You're going to try that one. You're going to hate it. Um, <laughs> oh, goody. Um, right? But some people thrive in that sort of thing. Um, yeah, no. I might. I could thrive. I've thrived in things. I've thrived in things that people like you can't imagine. So the silence you hear is me giving her the look. Um... Maybe this was a bad idea. Anyway. But <clears throat> uh, the interview? <laughs> the, the system... The For people being interviewed, Kevin will not give you the look. Mostly because you won't be in the same room. Uh, and you won't be my wife. Uh, except for next week. Um, when oh, I interview and, you. And Matt Wallace, if you're interviewed, he's totally going to give you the look. Yeah, but Matt won't see it. <laughs> I'm, not doing, I'm not doing a video interview. Um, God, no, we'd have to put on pants. Yes. So, anyway, uh, uh, some systems build in small breaks. Some of them say, um, take time once a week, or, you know, take an hour every day. Uh, I know a lot of, a lot, a lot of people, 
um, who are doing like self-help websites and personal productivity websites are you need to meditate every day. I've tried meditating every day. I'm not a meditate every day kind of person. Um, you know, but uh, you do have to take breaks. Uh, one of my big failings right now is uh, I want to say for the last six months I don't step away from my desk to eat lunch. I go I work from home so I go to the microwave I microwave something while it's cooking I'm back here checking in on on the chat channels and if I've got anything I need you know reactive coming in I'm in IT it's very reactive um, and then I'm grabbing the stuff from the microwave and I'm shoveling it into my mouth while I'm signing on to, you know, my 12.30 or my noon. Noon for me, 9 a.m. for my coworkers on the West Coast meeting, right? Um, so I'm not taking breaks during the day. I'm being really bad about that. i got to get better uh, because it's, it'll burn me out. Well, here's, here's a leading question for that. Mm -hmm. How do you know when a system is failing? Um... Are you missing appointments? Are you weeping uncontrollably at your desk? We're we're gonna start with the with has the, the has the Franklin Covey book caught fire under your frantic yeah. pencil, and yeah. We're we're gonna start with I think the biggest the biggest indicator that the system is not for you, and that is it makes you actively angry or upset when you're sitting down to write down your to dos or when you're sitting down to use it. All right, that is that is a clear sign that this is not the system for you. I think I've had a couple like that where I'm like, two. I'm, I'm trying it for two days and I'm like, this is bullshit. This is not working for me. Um, yeah, no. If when it if it's time to to step back, I think from everything. If just looking at your schedule or whatever is um, is is stressing you out, making you want to weep uncontrollably, that's a whole different problem than the system is failing. That's a you need to step back maybe and take a deep breath and take that break uh, because if you're looking at your to-do list and you want to weep uncontrollably, that may be much more than the system is failing, and we want to watch well, out for it that. Could also be a socialization issue. Yeah. You'd get mad at the to-do list. I would begin weeping uncontrollably because I failed the to-do list because I was raised Catholic. Yeah, um, but one of the things I want to emphasize is. Um, uh, and if Howard, if you're listening, I'm probably going to ask permission to use these at some point, but uh, Howard Taylor in his comic Schlock Mercenary has the uh, 70 Habits of Highly Effective Mercenaries. And some of them are funny. And For example, I'm looking at Maxim 69 right here as a desktop background, which says sometimes rank is a function of firepower and has Schlock with a gigantic gun. Yes. Um... I think the most, uh, and some of them are profound, uh, you know, um, a sergeant in motion outranks a lieutenant who doesn't know what's going on. Uh, I can't remember what number that is, but the following one is a ordnance technician in motion outranks everyone. <laughs> right? And that's important. You know, the guy who handles your explosives is running away. You should be running away, too. Um, I liked the enemy of my enemy is the enemy of my enemy, nothing no, more. Nothing more, right. Yes. Um, the one that I, I stare at every day is maximum 70. Uh, and that is, um, failure is not an option, it is mandatory. It's uh, what you do after you fail that matters. I'm paraphrasing a little on that last sentence. But I mean, that's the thing. And something I've tried to emphasize left, right, and center, anytime I'm giving a talk about this, anytime I'm talking to somebody about it, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. Fine. Um, accept it. F 
I like to sit down and figure out why I made the mistake and how to make sure I don't do it again. But, okay, uh, you've made a mistake. Now, uh, I don't know what she's barking at. I'll have to let, we we got to let the dog in, so we're going to have to end this one pretty soon. Um, I think you need a failure badge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, I have failed, goddammit, and I am proud that I have stress-tested right. the system for I have, your I have, I have failed, and I... Have learned from it. Have learned from it, and I think that's the important thing. You can fail, and you can learn from it, or you can let that failure define you. If you let the failure define you, um, I am a failure at writing a novel. Well, that's... that's If that works for you, great. I personally don't think that's very healthy. Um, the idea is to say, all right, I failed writing a novel this time. I still really want to write a novel. I I'm failed gonna... writing this novel. I failed writing this novel. Or um, the one I'm dealing, I, I dealt with last week. Um, I am not, I do not have the skills. I do not have the uh, vocabulary or the training necessary to be an effective program manager, which I've been doing part-time for work, and I can't do it part-time. Um, so I'm stepping away from it which hurt a lot, and I'm gonna pick up classes, and maybe after I've got the classes, or when I've got the classes and I have the knowledge and the stuff, because I love doing it, um, it's just really hard when you have to, first you have to start planning the, pro the thing, and then you have to go do the actual work on it, at which point you're not really a program manager, you're just some guy who's figuring out when he's gonna do things. Um... Question. Yes. Do you have an organizational system that works for you right now at this moment in time? Absolutely. Um, I have uh, my Vault Planner. I have Habitica. And I have Google Calendar. And those are the three things I look at every single day to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, that I'm getting everything done, and that the things I need to do over the long term uh, are getting done. Okay. Yeah. We should go let the dog in. Should get you a badge. Was interviewed on Productivity Alchemy. There you go. All right. Um, all right. Thank you for interviewing me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. You don't have to shake my hand. We sleep together. That's a profound... And I didn't go easy on you because of that. No, you didn't. You can rant at me about some of the things I've done when I interview you next time. Okay, yeah, sorry. I, I, I'm crying. No, no it's, it, it's fine. It's fine. So, um... All right. I told him to write me questions, people, but he said he wanted an ignorant viewpoint, innocent of knowledge. So no, you're the one who said it. You would be an ignorant viewpoint, uh, uh, blah, etc., etc. Yes, um, but you nodded. I said, yeah, no, that sounds like it'd be a great way to do this. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's our interview this time, and um, I'm pressing stop now. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, hope you enjoyed that interview with me. That's awkward to say. Oh, yeah. um, something else to put down on your list. Um, cover art for the podcast. I did promise you a logo. Wait, do you need it by tomorrow? I don't need it by tomorrow. Then where do I write it? You can always go ahead and write down Wednesday. Do you need it by Wednesday? Well, I was hoping to put this up over the weekend. You have to tell me what day. It, does it, if I need it by Saturday, does that change things? Because we're going to be in Oregon. Yes, so you, what? <laughs> so Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. 
do yeah. logo thing. Thing, yes. And it's June 7th. Wednesday is June 7th. June 7th. Yes. Right words. Right words. I sit down at the beginning of every week and, and do this sort of a, you know, what are the things I have to, you know, I, I want to do or have to do on, on each day. And I go through my work calendar and I do it. So, um, so I guess I hope you find this helpful. Maybe not this week's episode since it's the first. But um, as we go through the things, hopefully uh, you'll, you'll find them useful and as fascinating and as exciting and sometimes geeky as I do. And if um, nothing else, you can listen to me fail at organizational systems. Uh, hey. I have failed so many times at organizational systems, they'll be listening to me fail too. Trust me on that one. Yes, but you'll fail in the ways that normal people fail. That's why it's going to be so fascinating. We can compare and contrast our failures. Like, have you ever accidentally set the Franklin Covey binder on fire? Accidentally? No. Anyway, you can actually uh, send me your questions at uh, uh, Kevin at Sonny, S-O-N-N-E-Y dot com. He would love questions I would so love, that he can answer would, them. Otherwise, I have to ask questions, and my questions are like, hey, you ever set a Franklin Covey planner on fire? Um, yeah, and uh, hopefully the website, which I will be spamming all over the place, productivityalchemy.com. Uh, I'll have subscribe links and just you know, so that you can catch the future episodes. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy it, and we will see you next time.